Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And I was just listening to the song, Corey. That Me too. <laughs> and I just, I was like, I just heard this band live. And wow, three years, y'all have come a long way. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to get into that. But what I was listening to is I never get tired of hearing that song. That song still warms my heart since the day I recorded it. But absolutely, Jen, you are so right. And yes, I'm sitting here with this big old cheese grin smile on my face because Yesterday was the bomb. It was incredible. If you didn't know, we played the Viper Room in Hollywood, California off a of Sunset Strip. And it is just a notorious place for rock and roll and all that goes along with it. So, dude, just can't say enough about it. I mean, if I start, I might not stop. So just ask the questions if you got some. If not, <laughs> I'm going to just let it go. And you're going to release a YouTube video on the whole evening, right? Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah, there's not enough time. And I think we're still really giddy and on a high from it that to put into words the feelings right now. Yeah. Probably not the time. <laughs> it could be, but uh, maybe not for the podcast. It could be. I'm just going to paint this one picture. Actually, I shared it on my social media, I don't know Corey, if it was on Facebook or Instagram, but it was just surreal to see your band's name on a marquee above the Viper Room um, name and that famous black awning that they have right there on Sunset Avenue. Yeah, man. And then behind that, there's all the big digital billboards of everything happening in LA. Yeah, man. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy incredible, but you know what? I'll take it. Uh, I will say this uh, later on that night, uh, we had an opportunity to run into some really important people. And one of those persons that I, I seen was Sebastian Bach. And if you don't know who that is, please do yourself a yes. favor and look it up. And that's, that's the kind of things that were happening last night. So, and he just had that star yeah. quality to star him, Star right? power, star yeah. quality, like, get away from me, you peasant. Yeah, so we're like, <laughs> we're like kids right now in the hugest toy store ever. Yeah, man. And yeah, absolutely shit grinning the whole time. <laughs> and, you know, someone asked me, Corey, what's something that you've learned from Corey? Because... As people get to know you, they're just so surprised at all the things that you do. And I try to tell people years and years ago, you if you think I'm a lot, wait till you get to know Corey. I've always, always said that. And I love that people are finding that out. So that was a big question for me uh, last week. What is something that you have learned from Corey? And honestly, I was like, oh, my God, that's a loaded question. I said, I really have to think about this. And I just shared this with you, Corey, over the weekend as I'm thinking about the Shameless Band and how it started and just how big your mind was for it. Um, you never said, Jen, I know we're going to play on Sunset. I know that we're going to be at the Viper Room. It was nothing like that. It's just everything you planned for was so big, right? Like you're like, we're gonna, we need to do photo shoot and we're going to do video shoot. And inside, sometimes I felt like, man, I feel like we're spending too much before the thing. And you've just always been that way. You've always gone big. And so 
your bigness has made space for itself. Yeah. And that's what I've learned. Dream big because you will dream according to the size of your aquarium. Yeah. And your aquarium, Corey, is like 10 times what they put killer whales in SeaWorld in. You know what I mean? Like it goes deep and it's so wide and yeah. there's so much room to play there. That's what I've learned from you. And and I've learned, you know, from my um, past experiences that you're only going to get as big as the pond you're swimming in. So you, you got to be ready to renovate and expand at the drop of a dime because that dream in the beginning, it might not be fame and fortune and, you know, on TV every day. That That's not my desire. But what that dream started out was huge. And I knew it was huge. And I knew it had uh, nuances that, that people wouldn't understand coming out of the gate. And some people even told me, even a relative told me, it'll never happen. And I laughed in his face. An uncle uh- of mine. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious that he was a doubter or didn't believe me. So... That's just how I've been all my life. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, too, about, I'm going to connect this, I promise. I know you will. So that question, and, you know, I love road trips, Mm. and I I dream about them a lot. Like, if someone were to ask me, Jen, what do you daydream about? I daydream about the next road trip. Yes, she does. Um, And so this has been quite the road trip. It's been quite the journey. What I've learned aside from dreaming big is that on your way to big and on your way to the main destination, whatever that is, that there's side trips you take as well. Mm -hmm. And that it's important to get off the main road and sometimes take those back roads and take your time with it. Take in the sights. Yes, exactly. I know that when we're on the road and I see something and I'm like, Corey, get a picture of that or let's go over this way and, you know, just check it out. Kind You've of even said, can you go back? Can you turn around? And I'm like, yeah, man, let's go back. Yeah. So I think if a side trip is calling out to you while you're on the main road, there might be a lesson, right, that's there. And if you don't stop, you're going to miss it. So whether that lesson is... um something that you need to feel, something, a healing or a clearing that needs to happen to help you stay centered. Like I'm all about it. So as I think about the journey, let's say to Sunset Avenue, yes, I think about all the side trips that we've taken and how amazing those side trips have been. Absolutely. Yeah. So you mentioned, Corey, um, I think you mentioned decorating and redoing homes and stuff. Another question that we get asked a lot, too, is how do y'all know what to decorate in your space? So this is all about things that make up Corey and I. People are very curious as to our relationship because what they see is Genco Sound Company and all the things that get produced. And they kind of want us to slow it down and let them in a little bit of what it is about us that we do outside of Genco. Right. Right. So like right now I am putting a picture on Instagram. There are two lit up candles that we bought at target and I love candles. Um, question here, Corey is if there are three things in your home that you could change, what would they be? Hmm. And I want to say thank you to Samantha for this question. (laughs) 
She sent it to me via email, and she hey, wants Samantha. to know. Um, I would have more books. Oh, in the house. Okay. I would also um, have like a dedicated book writing space. Like I, I can write in the theater, I mean, in the studio, um, music and so forth. But to write like, like I, I would create a dedicated writing space, you know, for my, mm-hmm. from, for you and myself. Cause I know you write too, but I write differently than Jen. Jen can type a million miles a, a minute. I can write, uh, a word per hour. <laughs> Not even. So I would have that and, oh, something else. I would have a basketball court. Mm. Yeah. Not a full court, just just a half court so I could. I write when I'm active. I'm, I think clearer when I'm active and when I'm doing things. So if I'm working out or shooting baskets, yeah, I, I would do that. I love where you go with these questions. So Corey is a thinker. And uh, you think of all the details. I am more big picture. (laughs) So here's mine. Here's the big picture. Here we go. I, what I would change about this house would be a master bedroom and full bath downstairs. Mm, Those are good things though. That's a nice big picture. Yeah. And I, I learned that, that that is a missing piece in our home when we've had like your mom stay with us. Yes. Right. Um, so yeah, there's that. I also would want to have a backyard we can enjoy. As y'all might know, we're on the golf course right here by hole number one. Oh my God. And it is dangerous territory in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Very dangerous. So we have this amazing space that we can't really do anything with right now. So I, that's the second thing. Um, the third thing, I like where you're going with more books, so I'll just add to it. I'd love to have the wood flooring and the carpet in the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'd want to restore the tree in the front yard the way it was. Our gardener just came and butchered it, and it looks nutso. He did a hack job on this tree. <laughs> and we I, came home and we're like, what is that? And why does it look like that? So we still love the tree, but uh, ugly and all. And we can't wait for her to grow back. For her to grow back and for her to get healthy again. Because you can tell it's uh, yeah, not doing so what well. What happened? What happened? All right, Corey. You know, I'm ready for a road trip. Okay. So this is a question from me. Okay. No, nobody asked me this. But if you could drive anywhere today and be anywhere tomorrow, where would it be? I would be in Florida at Disney World. Florida and Disney World. Well, at least we're going to the same coast. Right. For me, I want to do New York with you. Oh, and I would love to do New York um, and with you. I've always dreamed of going to New York. I've never been. I've been really, really close to New York as far as traveling in that direction. And I, I let me tell you, it's the most disheartening thing when you think you're about to go somewhere where you've always wanted to go. 
you make a detour and it's supposed to be just for a moment and then you're going to get back on the road mm-hmm. and then that's the end of the trip. And that's oh, what happened. Oh my goodness. That sucks. Yeah, big time. That's the side trip that you don't want to take. That was the side trip that I said, if I could remove one thing in my life, that I would have removed. <laughs> well, Florida sounds good. I know we were supposed to go one year, but, you know, these are things that we are always talking about because we know that that's going to happen. Florida and New York. And, Corey, everyone says you look like New York. Oh, well, I, I used to dream about being from New York, you know. Um, when you come from a small town and um, people talk about the town a whole lot in a negative connotation or a negative light, you kind of wish you were from somewhere else. And then I matured and I said, I'm going to make something to this small town. I'm going to put this small town on the map. I'm going to make people remember this small town. I love that. <laughs> and um it is quite on the map, I'm going to say. It's getting there. It's getting there. I can't believe that we live in an area where there's traffic all the time, especially on weekends now, too. This did, wasn't that kind of place. No. So, um, you know, this episode feels a little funny because, again, Corey and I are trying to settle after being in L.A. over the weekend it's kind of like, okay, we have that moment and now we're going back to reality. Yeah. And so settling in is for me is a, a little weird. It's a little difficult, but let me let me just say this. While while we're still settling, but we haven't settled completely, the most amazing thing about this past weekend was not the Viper Room. What the most amazing thing was the people that came to the Viper Room. Let me mm-hmm. tell you. I had so much support and even some of the people that couldn't make it, they just sent their love our way. I mean, I got cousins that sent a whole lot of love my way. I got friends and family that sent love my way. Yeah. And and some of them, most of them bought tickets and, and were had hopes to come, but knew I probably won't make it. And you know how that is when someone say, well, you know, I'm going to try and you know, in your heart, they're going to try, but I know they're not going to be there. Right. Well, I, the thing is, too, it was in L.A., right? Yeah. And you had a very stringent window of yeah. performing. It was right at 6, done at 6.35. Yeah. That's not a lot of wiggle room, and no. L.A. traffic is so unpredictable. Absolutely. And so I can I don't blame anyone who said, I can't leave two hours in advance to make sure I'm there on time, and then be there for 35 minutes. But there were people there that did do that and both are appreciated. I'm not frowning on anybody for their obligations or what they did or didn't do. But I will say this, the people that were there, oh, they gave it a hundred percent. They gave it a thousand percent. And I felt every ounce of that love uh, when we were playing. I don't want to make this all about me, but that was my moment to enjoy and i just wanted to share that with you guys yeah and we hope that you all had special moments and um i'm sure you did and we'd love to hear about it one of my special moments last week Corey, when i say you know i don't like to use the word hell a lot in fact i don't use it at all but it was a pretty rough week like when I say rough, I mean just jam packed that my calendar. I think that's the busiest I've been since 
being growth and development manager, it was so intense. Like I had six team buildings, two workshops. 16 team buildings? Huh? Say that first part again. You had six, six team buildings. Oh. Mm, two workshops and so forth and so on. Now, here's what I decided to do that every workshop or team building I was in, that was going to be my focus. I wasn't going to think about what right. I had to do next. I wasn't going to think about, oh my gosh, Saturday we're going to be at the Viper Room because I knew that was just going to throw me off. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So let me just say it was the best thing I could have done to be present and not worry about what's happening next. So that was something I learned. So I'm going to play a little game with you, Corey, if you don't mind. One of the games that I did at the team building is um, if you were on a deserted island type thing. And anytime I ask questions of a team or when I work with people who are deciding what their answers are going to be, I always think, I wonder what Corey would say. This is one I didn't run um, by you. So I'm going to do it now. Okay. Um, so if you were on a deserted island and you had to choose between a lighter and a box of matches to survive, which one would you choose? I and I'm putting you, I'm putting Corey on the spot right now. I swear he's never heard of these questions from me. I would go with the box of matches in hopes that if they were to get damp, I could dry them off enough to, to strike one. Um, also, once a lighter gets wet, it's really, really hard to get the water completely out unless you pretty much take the entire lighter apart. And that's a good lighter that have many mechanisms inside of it. But if it's a Bic, usually, <laughs> oh. I love now you're calling out the name brand. It's, it's, it's really hard for you to get uh, the lighter to um, spark from that point. Uh, what if it's a Zippo? If it's a Zippo, you got a very good chance because yes. most Zippos you can take <laughs> apart and dry out individually. And that's just not rare. I mean, that's just not like common because if you're on a de uh, deserted island, and I know I'm going deep, but you know, I've thought about this you're, a couple of times. A um, <laughs> you, you don't have the tools to take it apart. So it may be a little bit more difficult. But if you got a match and you've managed to preserve it from getting wet, that match is gold, man. That, that, that is, you know, until you learn how to make fire with your hands and sticks. You got to make the matches work and you, you don't just strike one to strike it. You strike it because you need it. Yes. Sorry. I just feel like I love your, I feel like now. I was, I feel like I was on survivor <laughs> or naked and afraid. And I was just trying to start a fire or something, you know, such a thoughtful answer. Okay. <laughs> next one. Would you rather have a Swiss army knife or a machete? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the machete. A Swiss Army knife is not going to do that much for you on a deserted island. But a machete, you can, you know, build a house, cut some coconuts, uh, you know, dig. You're good. It's multi-useful uh, when, you, when you got a machete. You're so good. Okay, last question. I'm ready. Um, and by the way, <laughs> the way you're answering... If I had to be on a deserted island, not just because you're hu my husband, but I would definitely want to be with you. You, Your common sense is over the top. <laughs> okay. 
on this deserted island, what is the first thing you're going to make sure you do or take care of? Um, Shelter. I'm going to make a shelter. Um, if if it's freezing cold, then I'll probably make a fire first. But the shelter is going to be key because if it rains, hypothermia, and it's a wrap for you. And you usually never recover. Even if you don't die from hypothermia, you just never recover because you're so cold. You know, the chill is inside of you at that point. So, yeah, straight to the point, I'd build a shelter. I love it. Yes, naked and afraid right here. Survivor right here. Corey, <laughs> you were so amazing. Uh, I just laugh at one of the answers where a lot of people went with a machete and one went with a Swiss Army knife. And I love the response to this debate. He said, if it's good enough for the army, it's good enough for me. The army? <laughs> Swiss army. No, man. I know, but. <laughs> I just love what comes from um, things like this. So anyways, hmm. that is just a piece of the type of stuff that we do or I do during a team building. And I have such a great time connecting with people and just seeing them bond and grow in, in areas where they're like, oh, I never thought of that. And it's things that they learn from themselves and from each other. Jen, I got to be honest. Before, um, and I don't even know when you really pick this this trade up. I just know that all of a sudden uh, you were doing team buildings and classes to help uh, teams grow stronger and closer together, which is a form of team building. But I didn't even know how important that was until attending one of your your trainings. And it just made me feel like I'm missing out. I really need to have a lot more of this in my life because it doesn't just help you at work. It helps you at home. It helps you in your Mm -hmm. personal life. If you're in a band, which I am, team building is everything. Uh, Making sure the communication is open, making sure that everyone feels heard and that there are safe uh, spaces. Those are the things that make, relationships all relationships last for so much longer because you you took the time to cultivate it you know absolutely yeah a lot of people don't know the importance of it until they attend and they're like okay i'm coming back for more and so it's just great to have a team that does this and you know i want to make sure to thank people for allowing us this space just to kind of recap our week and the things that we're excited about. That means a lot to us because our intention is to elevate our community. And in turn, you all have elevated us just by listening and supporting and and reaching out to us. Absolutely. Well, Corey, I mean, it's the last week of October. Is it? Oh my gosh. Wow. It is. It's It's like done on Tuesday and November 1st is Wednesday. Okay. So, <laughs> hello, November. Yeah. So, we will be sending out invitations for November 11th, which is um, an event we're going to have, kind of like an open mic type thing on the podcast. And it'll be November 11th at 2 o'clock. Special invite only. Really excited about that. And Looking forward to the episodes that are going to come from it. Yeah. And I just wanted to throw this out there before we get out of here. 
Um, if you're not in a special invite and you would love to ask a question or be heard live, please feel free to send Jen an email. Give them the email address. Jen the Builder at Gmail. Jen the Builder at Gmail.com. And we will get your phone number and call you live on the air and get your question and you will be heard all over the world. <laughs> Indeed. All right, everyone. You know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. We're gonna update the song. Elevate. One day. One day. I gotta I gotta get unbusy. <laughs> right. Elevate.